Hey guys, welcome back to Tiffany Tune Up, podcast in which I catch you guys up on the latest in my life, in celeb life, in life in general, give you my unsolicited thoughts and opinions on things. So, that being said, <laughs> missed you guys last week. Um, I, what did the, the old folks say? Uh, snafu? I had a snafu um, trying to record last week and I recorded a whole segment and guess what nothing was there when I went to go edit so I was talking to myself for about an hour and that was sad so today I'm back to redeem myself uh lo and behold as I was uh noticing that I ruined or the episode didn't uh take it was absolutely the first day of Mercury retrograde so Shout out to the universe for letting me know, no ma'am, you cannot be great in this time and you should probably have several seats. <laughs> so um, I did just that and I just waited um, until I had more time because I didn't have time to re-record that episode. So that's why I was missing last week. So thank you guys for being patient with me and um still being around for those of you who are still around uh for my foolery so weekend recap this past weekend man what did I even do this so I'm gonna roll last weekend and then like into this weekend since I had to skip the episode that didn't load so Previous weekend, I did a thing, and I did a thing marching toward um, what I really want to do with my life. And people who know me in real life, um, <laughs> or off air, or whatever you want to say, um, they know my people in my personal life that it is one of my dreams to be a ghostwriter. And somebody asked me what a ghostwriter was. A ghostwriter is just somebody who, and I'm sure you've heard the term before, but it's really, it's just somebody who gets credit, gets their royalties, gets their monies uh, for writing for artists, um, but the artist sings the song. So you are really behind the scenes and the artist usually gets the credit for the song, obviously, because they're in the forefront, but right in those ledgers and on that CD and where it matters to cut the check, your name is there and you are getting your coins in the background, which I much prefer. That's always been a thing of mine. And I hadn't been actively going for it. And sometimes it takes for you to get fed up. Um, and it takes for you to get to a point where you're really like, yo, what is my life about? Like, what is good? What is going on? Um, I know that there is better for me. I know that I'm more talented um, than the situation that I'm in currently um, and the way I'm, you know, taking care of myself. And I, there's nothing wrong, let me just be very clear, with using your nine to five to fuel your dreams or whatever your business is or whatever you do to make a living to fuel your dreams as long as you are fueling your dreams. So if you find yourself in a point 
which is where I find myself and been here for many years, just got stuck in a rut of, I have to survive, I have to survive, I have to survive, I have to keep a roof over my head, I have to pay bills, I have to pay bills, but I'm not happy um, with my life pattern, with my life career, like with where I'm going. And essentially the the gifts that I've been given are are, um, hidden, you know, because I'm not actively using them. And writing and reading has always been my thing. It's always been something that came natural to me. And it's always been something that I enjoyed. And um, many, many people know um, that I attended, just all my life I've been a a theater baby, an arts baby, um, in many plays. Just had the opportunity to do many things, travel, go to a performing arts high school, be a part of Mosaic Youth Theater of Detroit and um, just a, a, a Corville concert choir in when I was in middle school. I just was a part of so many wonderful organizations that helped to build my craft. And so I'm really grateful to have that background and to have those experiences um, and be able to express myself through those different mediums. Um, and so one of the mediums that is very near and dear to my heart is writing. And so I kind of still do it, but not actively enough where I should be doing this for a living. This should be just right up there <laughs> in, in my scope of things that I'm doing because I am passionate about it. Um, but it just boils down to like me reaching a point where I'm fed up and just ready to really, really walk into that and walk into that area of my life and really, really, really do it. So that being said, um, I've met with a Grammy winner, also Grammy nominated, Miss Antea. Um, She has written for so many, so, so, so many people. Um, She's written for her. She's written for Tiana Taylor. The list goes on and on. So, first of all, congrats to you, Antea, um, for your Grammy win. And um, hopefully I'll have you on the show one day. That would be dope. I'm going to reach out um, to you, and hopefully you'll be a guest on my show. Um, but we, we wound up meeting up uh, last weekend to discuss just the basics, you know, where I need to start, what I need to do, the people I need to connect with. Um, it got a little emotional at some point. I started crying during our meeting and I felt bad because she was like, oh no. <laughs> and it just kind of happened. But sometimes taking the first steps are really scary. Um, sometimes being vulnerable, that a part of being an artist is being vulnerable. And sometimes that's really, really difficult. Um, it's really, really challenging and it's really really um you feel naked you just feel naked and there's nothing you can do about it if you want greatness there are going to be times where you do feel naked and you do feel scared and you do feel challenged but that's all a part of the journey um and so I'm very grateful that I had that resource and I have many resources around me um that I'm just not tapping into Um, to get out there and start shopping myself as a writer. And so um, that's what I did (laughs) Uh, last Friday. I also went on a date, which (laughs) we'll talk about um, very shortly because, boy, 
I'm grateful that that podcast did not uh, upload because maybe some new information has surfaced. So at this time, I'd advise you guys while I'm giving you the weekend recap, if you want to go ahead, get up out your seats, go to your kitchen, grab the nearest teacup and saucer because it's about to get hot. All the things are going down. So go ahead and do that. And I'll keep talking and, and come back, you know, when you're ready. Um, I'll give you a minute. Okay, cool. You should be back by now. Um, so went on a date and there's more to be shared about that. Um, and then I chilled that Sunday. Um, then this weekend I wound up, uh, going to a friend's, uh, her significant other had a birthday, um, party, went to that. And then um, hung out a little bit. Just had an all right weekend. Um, things things were good. So there's that. Um, there has been so much celebrity news. Y'all, I cannot keep up. And I'm not interested. Like, I don't have the time or, or the patience this week for all the foolishness that's been going on in celebrity news. Um, from Chloe and this young lady Jordan, I think her name is, and from R. Kelly. It's just something new coming out about R. Kelly every day, and I, I am exhausted. I just, in that situation, I just hope all guilty parties get what they deserve and all victims get the justice that they deserve, and that's just that. As far as Chloe and Tristan of the Kardashians, listen. I, the only part of that I'm going to touch is this, where she made some type of foolery statement about Jordan breaking up her family. Baby, that man been cheating since been cheating since been cheating. How is it all of a sudden you going to play any, many, mighty mo? and Jordan is the one that broke up your family? That's not how that go. Um... Boo, he been cheating. So you can point the finger at all the women you want, but at the end of the day... Let's just really go to the nucleus of the problem in which when you started dating this man, he was had a whole girlfriend, fiance, whomever, I think it was a girlfriend who was pregnant at the time and that stopped you not. So how you get them is how you lose them. I have no sympathy for you, ma'am, sir, because sometimes your looks are questionable. So ma'am, sir, uh, Chloe, no ma'am, nope. Not you're not gonna play that card. Not gonna believe you. Um, I hadn't watched the Red Table Talk with Jordan and um, Jada Pinkett Smith. I, at some point, I'll catch up. Um, I just can't. <laughs> so much. I just can't. Um, that being said, oh, you know, I said that I was gonna do music reviews for you guys. Give you guys some, um, you know. My some of my thoughts about some of the new music out or when new things come out. Well, here's the thing. Here's a song that is one of my favorite Negro spirituals and it's by Summer Walker. It's called Girls Need Love and it's just such a blessing of a song. I just love it so much. The lyrics really speak to my heart and um, if you don't know who Summer Walker is, go ahead and look her up and the song again is called Girls Need Love and basically the song is about women being able to 
be vocal about their sexuality and what they want, when they want it, and how they want it without having to feel away or without feeling the pressure of the double standard. Um, even some of the lyrics, like the refrain says, girls can't never say they want it. Girls can't never say how. Girls can't ever say they need it. Girls can't never say now. Like, it just really, really resonates with me. And I just wish that the double standardiness was not, yes, I made that up, double standardiness was not so ever present when it comes to women being vocal about their sexual needs or sexual desires or wanting to, you know, I, I guess be free, wanting to just live in that and be that without the judgment of, you know, I wonder what people are going to think about me or, you know, I can't express myself sexually in a way that men feel like they can but we cannot and that to me is just a test to men taking it back to the old and old and old and older days where really sex is not for women to enjoy it's for men because that's what y'all think that we are there for y'all um pleasure and and that's it we're not there for pleasure um and that's just a lie and a half <laughs> but that's a conversation for another day because I don't want to get too deep into it. But I brought up this song because, you know, so there's a remix now, which is pretty recent. And it features one Aubrey, also known as Drake. Listen, Aubrey, every song doesn't need a remix. And a song as powerful as this the lovely ballad that it is when you hear it it just puts you in a zone it puts you in a mood it's such a bop it's a slow song for sure but it's just it just it's good it's very like slow trappy like the beat is sick like I love everything about it and for me the song didn't need a remix at all but if she was going to do one and she was going to put anybody else on it I would have appreciated her putting a woman on it another woman um on it just expressing like her views on that Drake is on this remix and I could have lived without it he could have stayed right up off of that song and just let Summer be great and I don't know how long Summer has been grinding and how long she's been out here so I'm sure he reached out to her or somebody reached out to her and was like, oh, you know, Drake heard your song. He want to be on it. And she probably felt super honored and probably was like, yes, let's get him on the record. I definitely, if, if I was her, I would have been like, yes, let's get him on the next record. This one is for my ladies. This is not for you guys. This is strictly for the women saying and voicing our opinions about what we need and what we want, how we want it. And don't make us feel bad about it. Because if you do, you ain't the one we needed or wanted from anyway. So I feel like Drake could have left this one out. Because to me, he didn't really add anything to it anyway. He's just like partially piggybacking piggybacking what she was saying in the first place and we didn't need you to co-sign I think for me I could be getting too deep sauce with it but to, for me it took away from what was resonating already him coming on saying oh look at me I'm Drake 
I'm going to reiterate what you said and co-sign. Yes, girls do really want what they want. And yes, they should be like, Cole, we don't care. We know Drake, like, thank you. But no, I just feel like he definitely should have been on maybe another song with her. But this one, I feel like it should have went untouched. And if it if it didn't, it should have been another uh, female artist, a woman uh, artist. Um, so it, that's the remix is a no for me. The original version it's such a it's such a great negro spiritual and you should listen to it um when you get a chance so there's that um so let's get into it so (laughs) y'all we've already talked about you know um online dating on this show my boo ivory and i you know i've mentioned it a few times as one of the avenues that i am trying to use and really trying to step out there and just be open-minded about you know where I could meet my next potential whomever and so I was talking to one of my homegirls about online dating and um was trying to encourage her like you know because I had recently met a guy I thought he was cool he looked great on paper he was attractive I'm like okay this is good um and we went out and we had a great time um, I hadn't been able to really tell her about the date, though, because we both, have, both had been really busy. But I definitely encouraged to, her to join um, the site that I was on. Um, and so she did that. And I told her, yeah, great. You know, let me know how that goes. And so me and her got a chance to catch up yesterday. We went out for drinks and everything. We had a great time. And um, we got to talk and she was like, oh, so, you know, I recently went on a date. I was like, oh, okay, so you met somebody through the, you know, the app. She was like, yeah, so she gets to telling me about the person and I'm listening to her. And as I'm listening, things start sounding really familiar and she's talking. And by the end of her describing the guy, I was like, what's the guy's name? And she told me, and damn it to hell if that wasn't the same guy that I had just went out with a week before universe be fucking with me y'all I'm trying to tell you I cannot make this shit up (laughs) like I cannot what in the freaking eyes is it that the guy that I went out with and the guy that she went out with happened to be the same person granted yes we're using the same app or whatever but sheesh who knew we had the same taste in men I didn't I did not so Oh, I'm sitting there. We're already one drink in, both of us, and a half a shot in because it's a huge shot. Usually, I just take my shots to the head, which, sidebar, we finally tried the Crown Royal Peach that y'all keep running in the ground and showing pictures of. Uh, The same way y'all ran in the ground, Crown Royal Apple, like, okay, a new liquor is out. Chill. Like, y'all be... Ooh, y'all be killing something before it's dead. Like, let, let it be. Let it be great. <laughs> um, that being said, it was delicious. It gives you a warm, fuzzy feeling. And I will definitely be purchasing it again. But as you all know, nothing will ever take the place of Hennessy. So, nice try, Crown Royal. But Hennessy is bae. Um, But, you know, that was a cute contender or whatever. So, now we're, two, we're a drink and a shot in. And I said, well, girl brace yourself uh, we're dating the same guy or we've been on a date with the same guy and her face just kind of slightly dropped and also mine at that point I said we should just go ahead and finish the shot and order another drink and then we can just discuss our dates um, and that'll be great and so <laughs> 
wound up she wound up telling me how their date went which is hilarious because um so their date was more cash uh she told me he he came late um she told me when they got where they were it was kind of like standing room only so then they had to wind up going somewhere else um basically described him exactly the way the date went for me kind of corny kind of corny he was definitely kind of corny um but he just looked good on paper and that's the thing like all the checks and balances but no chemistry and she was like oh my god same like definitely no chemistry definitely didn't feel no fireworks la 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 and I'm just like yeah he's he's definitely he's definitely attractive but the personality was kind of like uh it kind of flat you know what I'm saying and the fact that we could really laugh about it was hilarious to me now funny enough I mean if we're gonna go there let's just go there and I had to tell her also that I went on ahead and smashed the homie. So her date didn't quite go like that. Mine did. And I mean, to be fair, this is why it's good to trust and love and be honest with your friends. Because, I mean, I feel like she dodged a bullet. I mean, I guess I had to take one for the team. Um, I don't think she was really missing nothing and neither was I. But here's the get you gotcha though. Because, you know... First time interaction, sometimes you can't really judge a whole experience off of a first time interaction. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. But because the date went well, um, you know, and, and like I said, I didn't really feel no super sparks. But I was like, okay, he's still a decent guy, whatever, cool guy. Now, we were supposed to be scheduling something this past weekend to hang out, right? This man came up with all the excuses why. He could not hang out, even had the nerve to use the babies at the church for an alibi in which he was like, yeah, Sunday night, Saturday night, I'm sorry, doesn't work for me because I am involved with the youth church or the youth at my church. And, you know, I'm very heavily connected to them. And, you know, I don't, um, what did he say? He was like, I don't, you know, I try not to drink. Um, Saturday or late or be out late because I have to get up early and I don't want to be a bad influence. Whole time, whole time, he's on a date with my homegirl this weekend, (laughs) which is why he could not meet up with me. And I thought that was rich. It was hilarious when she told me. And I was like, man... If you had plans, that's all you had to say, my baby. You ain't have to hit me with the, oh, I gotta get up and be on the the usher board in the morning on Sunday. And I have to, I'm the one that puts the uh, pastor's water on the podium. So I can't, like, (laughs) you was on a whole date with my homegirl, nonetheless. So, yo, you know, I I posted on uh, Instagram, on my Instagram today, And I was asking, you know, the ladies or anybody who wanted to respond honestly what they thought about the scenario and if it was them, what they would do um, if they found out, you know, their homegirl was dating the same guy. First of all, these responses took me clean out and I'm about to share them with y'all as we speak. And so I said, you find out you and your homegirl both went on a date with the same guy. 
what's your next move now obviously in this scenario i smashed she did not that's irrelevant because we both kind of feel the same way about him it kind of was like eh, no sparks whatever y'all these responses got me tore up so first response <laughs> run a train on the nigga really you know who you are run a train on him that's what that's what we should do okay girl with your irritating ass next response is ask her oh did y'all fuck too well i already asked her the answer was no for her so there's that i'm not sure if that was helpful in any way um i think it would only be helpful if one of us actually had feelings for him or one of us liked him more than the other and i really don't think she was putting on like based on her reaction her face was pretty flat mine was pretty flat i think we both genuinely felt the same way about him um in that you know the dates were all right but he you know he's more together on paper but personality wise it's like eh. the next response was hmm tough i think i just read her energy and then likely one of us would bow out true so i did read her energy or i thought i did a good job she seems uninterested however i told her please go forward like so where i am with the situation just so y'all know let me finish reading these responses and then i'll tell y'all the next response was well my friend said oh that's a good question i said girl i know the, the, the next response was that I should spill the tea with her and get the whole scoop. I did. We spilled tea. We talked. We shared our experience. Told her everything. She told me everything. So we did do that. <laughs> My other friend said, take a nap. You know what? That is literally how I solve all my life's problems, and that's why I be in trouble all the damn time. When in doubt, take a nap. When you can't figure it out, take a nap. When you're exhausted, take a nap. When you don't want to deal with it, take a nap. Adulting is hard, take a nap. Listen, I appreciate this answer, low-key, high-key, though, because naps are forever bay. so there's that. And the last person said, I would keep it moving. And so I'm glad that that was the last response so far because I think I agree. Um, even though, you know, my homegirl said she didn't really have a good or a bad time with him. It was just kind of like meh. Same here. Like overall, it was meh. And so um, although we were trying to set something up and it wasn't kind of really getting solidified and I see why and I'm not saying now before y'all men get all like oh you're just mad because he out here dating and did shouldn't know she dating I'm dating other people like that that's not the issue it's not that he had other plans it's the fact that he skirted around what was going on and I wasn't expecting him to be like oh I'm going on a date with somebody so I can't go out with you but it's definitely okay to say you know hey y'all know I got plans this isn't a good weekend don't be throwing the babies under the bus in the, in the church talking about you can't get up or you don't go out on listen weak sauce you could have been honest sir but since you weren't um and whether my homegirl talks to him or not whether she continues to talk to him or not I know that I will not be continuing to talk to him because the connection wasn't that strong for me to feel away. It wasn't that deep for me to, you know, feel away because if it was, I would be honest with her and I would say, you know, hey, I kind of really like him. So I'm not backing down or, you know, if you really like him, we need to figure it out. 
or may the best woman, woman woman win I don't know but I'm always a bros over hoes type of person anyway like if our friendship is bonded we're strong your friendship means more to me than you know possibly getting into it about a guy who we neither one of us really know you know really what he's about now if I had been dating him for a while or something and I was invested and then she came along and was like oh you know I went on a date then I would be like eh, I kind of really like him we be- we kind of been going out I don't foresee myself not talking to him so I don't know how you want to handle this I mean just it's just a conversation between adults and we'll just see what happened um so that's kind of how that ended and I'm glad we could laugh about it and um <laughs> you know still move forward in it but literally that's is how my dating life goes like I wish this was a joke I'm like I really feel like my life is one big ass rom-com and I just don't know what's happening next and the writer's like girl let me sprinkle this in there let me sprinkle that in there but it's not funny to me but it's funny to everybody else so there's that y'all um couple of other dates I've been on since then I I feel like I'm too exhausted (laughs) to mention um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and mention a second one um, because I know y'all are enjoying laughing at my pain. So <laughs> the same weekend, um, actually the weekend prior to um, the last one. So, you know, got a guy, met a guy on Instagram. We got a bunch of mutual friends. Um, he's a local artist um, or instrument. Uh, he plays an instrument, let me say that, musician. And um, we have been talking kind of back and forth, talked on the phone a little bit. So he wound up having a show. He wound up having a show. And um, he, like, he says he's invited me, but I don't remember him inviting me. Pretty sure I would have remembered that now. I saw him advertising the show, but he did not personally invite me to this show. Um, but as it got closer to the show, um, he was like, you know, how are you? I was like, I'm okay. You know what you're doing? I think I was getting my hair done or something. And he was like, yep, I'm just at rehearsal getting ready for the show. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Break a leg. And he was like, yeah, it'd be cooler if you were joining me. And I was just like, oh, he was like, yeah, I invited you. And I'm sitting there like, sir, you didn't invite me. So automatically, immediately in my mind, I'm thinking, ding, ding, ding. He needs some more ticket sales for this show. Like, I ain't stupid, sir. Like, just say, hey, you know, would you consider coming? Like, I know I would have remembered if you invited me to the show, sir. I would have remembered that. But you did not. Um, But just for shits and giggles, because I didn't have anything to do that night. And I almost talked myself out of going at least 110 times. Um, But I had already purchased purchased the ticket uh, through Eventbrite or whatever. Um, And so I was like, well, let me go. Because I literally had nothing else to do. I just did not want to go. Um, and plus, you know, it was last minute. I didn't really want to try to track nobody down to go. So, of course, I wound up going by myself. Luckily, it was in my hood or my area where I live. Or I really wouldn't have been going. Because everybody who knows me knows I hate driving. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Yes, I have a car. Yes, my L's are good. I just really don't like driving far distances. I don't. I just do not. I think I was scarred as a child. I don't know. I just don't like driving in general I drive out of necessity so if something is out of my radius and I go I must really be interested in whatever it is or I must really love you anyway so I get dressed I go to this show I get there 
first of all, let me tell y'all, the venue was super cool, super intimate, right? But it was intimate for like, it could have been at least, I don't know, anywhere between 40 and 70 people. I might be undershooting it. That's the type of intimacy I'm talking about because it was more like a stage to the floor type of thing. There are a few places to sit, but not for real. So it was definitely one of those opportunities where you could connect with the crowd. Baby, when I got there, first of all, when I tell you, I sat there and counted, including the staff and the performers and everybody, all together, there might have been a strong 25 people there. And I literally mean including security, including the people at the door, including the bar staff, including the audience and the performers. I was like, what in the what? To make matters more interesting, the lineup was um, local artists. I don't know if they were all from the city, um, from Detroit, but they were like surrounding area local. Basically nobody that was on the map or nobody I knew at least. Um it wound up being like a hip-hop show. I wasn't really sure what to expect because the flyer didn't really tell you what it was. It was just like um, this show. So I was hoping that it would be a mix of like R&B, maybe some rap, maybe some spoken word. I don't know. For the most part, it was rap and hip-hop and all those things. And although I'm an 80s baby and I can appreciate rap and hip-hop and all that, eh, it's hard to get into it when you don't know the artist. You never heard their songs. You don't know what they're talking about. It was just a lot. And so I immediately went to the bar. Like I knew my spirit said, uh, Tiffany, go to the bar when you get there. Don't even do, don't go to the front and try to stand there and be great. Like go walk your butt to the bar because the stage was not far from the bar at all. So I could still see all the action now. My plan in the beginning was to go show my face so he could see me and leave well the venue was so intimate and it was so empty that every time i tried to make a move he could see me and i'm like mm. <laughs> trying to plot an escape plan so then here's where it really got lethargic for me and where i was really to go ready to go so he apparently had a hand in I don't know, running the show or putting the show together in addition to performing. Well, I didn't know that he was last on the ballot. And like I said, he was a, he's a musician, so he, he was not the artist performing. He was playing behind the artist that was performing. Well, I was ready to go um, at some point. But because the venue was so intimate, he was kind of walking back and forth and he was visible most of the night and although I understand that he had to make sure things were running smooth things were going good there were points where I could see him and he was available for you know short short amounts of time but available nonetheless he never came over and said how are you you know how you feeling can I buy you a drink thank you for coming none of that he just walked kept going back and forth like a little dart and I'm like okay maybe he handling business is cool well then there was a point where midway through the show he comes by the bar at this point he holds a full-fledged conversation with the bartenders he's just standing there looking 
there and I'm right there like I'm catacorner from him and I didn't visibly see any other women there that he might have been with or anybody who might have thought they were with him or I don't know or whatever but that to me was a great opportunity for him to come over talk to me because at that point he was over there for a solid 15 minutes just talking about nothing I did not see him having a drink he did not acknowledge me he didn't even come shake my hand like that would have been I mean you're inviting me to a show the ticket was like 20 something dollars now that's not the issue you know if I say I'm gonna come I'm gonna support it whatever but you like inviting me out with this is how I know like he tried to make it seem like he was really interested in me being there like meeting in person but really he was trying to pack that house and that house was not packed and me one other body was not gonna help that and so at that point I started to feel like okay I'm ready to go now because clearly you were trying to meet some type of quota like I don't really feel like you really wanted me here I feel like it was the setup for the letdown and so once he did not really acknowledge me or come over or offer to buy me a drink or nothing I mean the drink ain't shit you know what I'm saying so I was like you know what I'm gonna finish this one up and I'm going to leave so I try to wait till he's out of my peripheral, or out of my view, or I'm out of his view, and I try to make a dart for the door. Well, here's the problem. There's only one way in, there's only one way out. And so as I was leaving, going up the stairs, he was coming down the stairs. And he was like, oh man, you leaving? And I was like, yes, I'm leaving. And he was like, well, we about to go on next. We next. We the last act. And I'm like, well, God, I wish I would have known that because I would have came at the very god doggone end and listened to you and walked out that doggone door. And I was like, all right, you know, okay, I'll stay, whatever. So I twirl my ass back around, go back down there with my coat on. I'm not taking my coat off because as soon as y'all hit the last, boom, boom, I'm out. So get up there do their thing and although I do did enjoy it again as far as the instrumentation I don't know the artist don't know what you're talking about sitting there like please get me out of here and waited till the set was over as soon as that last key was stroke symbol was hit note was said I was out that thing out that thing I did not stay to say bye I did not wave I did nothing Y'all, I get out the door barely. My foot hit the pavement of the sidewalk. This man chases me out of the venue. Like he has something important to say. Hey, hey, hey. So I turn around and I say, hey. Hey, what you, what you think? I was like, you're talented. It was great. Which he is. He is. Like, <laughs> I can't speak for whatever else was going on, but he is talented. I was like, you're talented. It was dope, you know, because he was. So I'm not, you know, fabricating on that. But the show in general was boring. But, you know, we weren't talking about that. We were talking about him. And so I was like, no, you did great. I, you were amazing. You know, he was just like, man, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I was like, yeah, you're welcome. He was like, yeah, I got to pack up and everything. So go ahead and pack my stuff up and then I'll call you when I get home and I'm like okay at this point y'all it's like midnight ish and so you can call me when you get home if you want to I won't be answering um but I was confused about a few things y'all so so help me out maybe maybe I'm crazy um and if so you know hit me up at tiffanytuneup uh gmail.com T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-T-U-N-E-U-P at gmail.com. And you let me know your thoughts because I was 
slightly, more than slightly, big mad, confused about that whole evening. Um, so, he, like I said, he chased me outside, to, you know, told me he was going to call me back or call me that night after, you know, he got home or whatever. Um, so, let's recap. You didn't really converse with me. You didn't really offer to buy a drink. You chased me outside after the show. The least you could have done was offer to walk me to my car. We were in downtown Detroit. Uh, I mean, you know, new Detroit is is not. I don't even feel a slight a bit of you know danger like I might have back in the day. Um, that's a again story for another day. But point is, you chased me out the door as if you had something important to say. You did not offer to walk me to my car, sir. So what was the entire point of you doing that? I will have no clue. And y'all, do y'all not know he had the nerve? Maybe a couple weeks later to send me an inbox inviting me to the next show. <laughs> Y'all, this man had the audacity and the unmitigated goal to invite me to the next show as if I had fun at the first show. Sir, there are several seats with your name on them. If you could kindly have them, that would be amazing for you and me. Not only will I not be at this next show, you shan't not invite me again. Um, thanks, but no thanks. And that was that, y'all. So, see what I'm saying? I can't, I can't make it up. I can't make this stuff up. This is literally why I shun dating or I shy away from it. And then when I am semi-brave or call myself being brave... Um, these are the type of things that happen. But one thing I can say is I guess I'm going to have some bomb-ass material to write. I hope that all this comes out in songs in the form of self-gratification and, and, and me being proud and, and Grammys and money as well. <laughs> because I, there has to be a method behind this madness. I cannot be going through these things for no reason. Like There has to be a light at the end of the tunnel. And after all this, y'all, yet it's still, you know, there is still a little piece of optimistic hope um, about love and dating. And it might be covered in dust a little bit, a little soot, little little uh, little debris. But you know, I'm I'm not gonna give up yet, y'all. But I am exhausted. I will say that. I will tell you guys that I'm exhausted. But I'm gonna try to fight the good fight, and I'm gonna try not to be discouraged. Um, because I know you guys are rooting for me and more importantly, I'm rooting for me too. So that is basically the, the the recap to the caps of all the caps. What's been going on with your girl? (laughs) And, um, it's been a wild one. So, uh, I want to thank you guys for listening as always. Again, questions, questions, comments, concerns, hit me up at Tiffany Tunup, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y. Uh, up at gmail.com you can find this show on spotify stitcher google podcast and most major um podcast outlets i currently am using anchor you can find it on anchor as well um i had a few people ask me about starting a podcast hey this is where i started if you don't feel like going in the studio is your thing you're not quite ready for that download an app that uh, allows you to record and go for what you know get your feet wet um see how you like it 
and um good luck so until uh, next time i will talk to my tunicorns later peace hey hey guys welcome back to tiffany tune up i need to work on a um theme song for the show like i need a an intro i work on it <laughs> i need i need time uh to think about it and um actually i don't um well you know what we're so i got the name tiffany tune up from um my dad um when i was little he used to basically accuse me of being super dramatic and those of you who agree i don't want to hear about it but when i was younger um super dramatic super emotional and when i didn't get my way he would say that i would tune up or you know if i felt like i wasn't being you know attended to properly and you know what I'm fine with that. And he had a whole song that went along with it, and I'll never forget it. And so that um, is what made me pick the name for the show in the first place. Um, Because I just thought it was awesome and thought it was in theme with, um, you know, the show. As in Tune Up, Listen Up, I Have Things to Say, apparently. And I've been saying them since a wee uh, gal. So shout out to my dad um, for the show name. Anywho... Uh, again, welcome back. It is uh, the weekend. I am using this opportunity to record, you know, as I um, am probably be going hard, going to be going hard in the paint at work um, the next few weeks. I, I don't know um, how I think I'm about to finance all these trips that I'm going on in my head. Um, one of them being the uh, ASCAP convention that's a convention uh or expo for songwriters producers musicians um with if you're in the music community you're either registered under ASCAP or BMI um those are the two major um companies that make sure you get your royalties where you publish your things um if you're a writer or producer whatever your tracks those are the companies that protect your workings and so um currently a member of BMI I remember registering when I was in a girl group have been in several hundred girl groups but um the last one I was in um we registered as a group we also registered as individuals um and so I've been hearing mixed reviews about BMI versus ASCAP um and so if you have any um information for me or any uh thoughts for me concerning that you are a active uh writer musician producer whatever and you are a member of either of those organizations please hit me up um tiffany tuneup at gmail.com t-i-f-f-a-n-y-t-u-n-e uh up at gmail.com and let me know your reasonings for being with one versus the other i could really use your help with that um, that being said, Mercury Retrograde is in full effect still. It'll be going on until March 28th. And so I hope you all are laying low and drinking your water and minding your business and doing all the things to um, be safe and keep your spirits grounded um, during this time of uh, sorrow. <laughs> and then there's a shadow period after that. So 
I would advise that you try not to make too many major decisions during this time. Major purchases, anything of that nature, you know, just want to be careful and be aware, um, you know, of your dealings during this time. Um, That being said, let's see. Weekend recap for you guys. I am... um, Definitely getting this uh, podcast recording in a little bit earlier than I normally do uh, because, yeah, I'm going to try to really, really uh, get into it uh, with these with my work schedule. So I won't be able to record during the week like I normally do. Um, Shout out to my friends who are also and always fussing at me uh, about recording on the weekend anyway, because that's when I'm most available uh, to do so. That being said, this weekend, Friday, I got coerced, bamboozled, whatever you want to call it, into working a double shift. So Friday was a wash for me. Came home and there was no productivity to be had. Um, That was a shower, go to bed situation. I don't even think I ate dinner because I think I ate at work and that was just fine with me. Um, And then yesterday... Um, I got a chance to celebrate my aunt, this is my dad's sister, um, she turned 60, and when I tell y'all she don't look nobody 60, and I know people love to say black don't crack, but sincerely it does not, it may age, it may wrinkle slightly, but crack it does not, and, um, wow, she looked amazing, uh, just beautiful, the the uh, party was beautiful. Her uh, two daughters and her son-in-law were uh, very instrumental in uh, pulling everything together. So uh, shout out to my cousins who celebrated their mother in that way um, to see everyone kind of gather and give her her flowers. It was very beautiful. It was lovely to be there and to be with my cousins and um, really just celebrate her. Um, and then to... The second uh, portion of my evening also went to a second 60th birthday party of uh, a friend of the family whom we all knew as well. So we celebrated my aunt and then some of us went on to the other party and we kind of obviously got there a little late because we're celebrating our aunt. Um, And it's funny because she wasn't missing a beat either, Miss Jocelyn. So shout out to um, her daughters and her son-in-laws and everybody who had a hand in her party as well. I think it's funny because both of the parties were silver and and navy blue. So I don't know if that's like the customary 60-year-old birthday party colors or if that was just a coincidence. But let me tell y'all something. So my auntie's affair was at a a banquet hall and, um, you know, catered and all the things and um, just very, very elegant, very, um, the dessert table, like everything you would expect at that type of function, right? Um, I wouldn't say it was Sadidi at all. I would just say it was very um, well put together and it was very classy. We had our little turn up moments, you know, um, uh, my uh, cousin-in-law definitely made sure he slipped some of the um, <laughs> some of the uh, new school songs in there um, and editing them as best he could because my auntie don't play them games with the curse words and all that. And um, so there's that. And then, but the second function we went to, same type of setup. So same. Um, 
you know, tables and decor and, you know, Jocelyn, uh, Mama Jocelyn was dressed, you know, very beautifully. Don't look at 60 in the least, baby. When I tell y'all, I miss a lot of it, but I heard she had a live band. Um, Food was catered, but in a different way. I think it was catered by like friends and family. So same setup, but a little more um, hood. And I think I can say that because we, de- she definitely from the hood. We definitely from the hood. A little more hood and baby still the same good time. It just hilarious. Like auntie's party was open bar. This par- party also open bar except for it was like, okay, my daughter doing the drinks. Definitely they going to taste like uh, antifreeze. But it's cool. It's going to hit your chest. You're really going to be questioning your life. Um, but go ahead and have a drink. <laughs> it was crazy. And Miss Jocelyn, I missed her walking out when they introduced her. But baby, when I tell y'all, I saw a video of it today. Or her daughter was recording. And when I tell y'all, she walked out. She like she walked out to, she like her ass tooted up and her face down. Listen, let me tell y'all something right now, friends and family. She did not miss a beat and was dropping it. When I turned 60, for those of you who love me and are still a part of my life, because y'all be dropping like flies, and um, uh, y'all ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> Universe do what it want and tell me where to move, stick and move. But the people who will still be around, listen, I need y'all to combine the two. Like, combine the two. I need class and wretch. I need a cratchit. 60th birthday shindig so i need all the elegance and all the turn up together if y'all can make that happen for me i greatly appreciate it if you don't i'm gonna make it happen for myself and you are invited um so i just really it was really really nice to see them um really just enjoying themselves and their children celebrating them in that way I just thought it was really, really nice. And, um, you know, anytime you can be in this world uh, as a a person of color and and go through some of the things that both of those women have gone through, um, childbirth and just just life in general, and you can make it to 60 as a person of color, you have things to celebrate. So I really enjoyed um, being able to do that with them. And today, uh, today is Sunday. You know what, y'all? Sunday be a struggle for me like most Sundays if I don't have something planned and especially if it doesn't involve brunch if I don't already have plans anything that involves me like leaving the house getting out the bed all of that on the Sunday especially because I work the way I work it's really tough to get me out I really have to like you and even if I do like I said I'm the queen I saw something on Facebook uh yesterday or the other day and it was like um, I would much rather send you $20 or cash up you $20 than like come to your event, like spend gas money to get there, then still got to buy a gift. Then, you know, if there are drinks involved, got to buy drinks, got to buy food, got to listen here. Okay. My little 20, 30, 40, whatever it is I decide to send you through cash app would be much more better used than me coming somewhere that I don't want to come or where I want to be. And I just was like, oh, that meme spoke to my spirit because I will not come to your function real quick and text you like, what's your cash app? <laughs> because I just, whoo, I'll be, listen, y'all, I know. I know. And that's why I try not to RSVP for things if I know I'm not coming. But if I do, 
RSVP for something and I don't show up, just know that my cash app will not be cheap. It will not be frugal. It will be nice. But I'm not coming. And I still love you. And don't be mad at me, okay? I just, yeah, I struggle. I do. So, like, for example, them ladies was getting it yesterday. And 60 where? 60 who? So, I'm paying for it today. My legs, my joints. I probably should have icy hot it on down. I did not. So, I'm definitely shuffling through my house today. Trying to get it together. But, good news is, I'm feeling all right. You know, emotionally, I'm all right. Um, Got up, you know, surprised myself. I got up and took a shower like I was going somewhere. That never happens unless I'm actually going somewhere on a Sunday or even on a Saturday. Like, if I don't have no plans, baby, you can catch me in pajamas for the most of the day. Um, so, I, because I don't have a reason, I'm grown, I pay the bills, nobody else is here, I'm not offending anyone, I don't have any pets, uh, no children or a spouse to offend, so it's all me, and I'm fine with that, and um, everyone else should be as well. So, but I got up, showered, uh, cooked myself breakfast. Y'all, I have been obsessing for I don't know the past week about this cinnamon raisin toast. I don't know what it is about cinnamon raisin toast that is so delicious, but I love it. And I call myself wanting to make cinnamon raisin French toast, which I did last weekend. But the getcha gotcha was the milk was expired. Guess who wasn't going to the store? Me. And it's sad because I literally live in walking distance of a grocery store. Really, like two. I could walk. If the weather is good to one of them and the other one is literally next door. And I still was not leaving my house because no. So that French toast turned into regular ass toast real quick. And so did that. Um, had my coffee. Had some orange juice. All the things. Um, and it's been a decent Sunday. Just very quiet. Um, really just catching up on things. Staying uh, active uh, with we're trying to stay on target with my goals uh, concerning the writing and what I, you know, kind of shared with you guys last week and me trying to be very um, diligent about getting to the next level in those things in which I really, really want to do with my life and not being stuck in working, you know, uh, well, I don't work a traditional nine to five, but you guys know what I'm saying. Really attaching myself to my dreams and attaching myself to my goals and being very serious and diligent about it. And y'all would be really proud because since, you know, the meeting with the young lady, um, I had, uh, Antea, <laughs> um, I have really been actively working on it, y'all. Like I've been reaching out to friends. Uh, musicians, producers, calling, ASCAP and BMI, seeing which one I would, because I really took, y'all, honestly, I signed up, huh, I think I signed up for BMI in 2004, and so I, I hadn't actively put any works with them, I just did it as a protective measure, um, as a writer, because we were writing in the girl group I was in, but we never really made it far enough to, like, produce an album or get an album out. But just as writers, we wanted to protect our things, but it never really got to that point. So I really forgot who I was registered with, and so I was calling around and come to find out I'm registered under BMI. So I've been making moves and writing and doing things, so I'm very grateful that um, inspiration is coming, um, the beats are coming, songs are coming. Um, Yesterday, you know, I made part of my Sunday dinner, so that's great. 
I'm working on the other half as we speak. So if y'all hear me shuffling around, I'm just trying not to burn the veggies, okay? So don't judge me Um, because I'm multitasking and I hope I'm doing a decent job of it. And and then the rest of my night is going to be really just getting ready for the work week, just trying to prepare my mind and my heart for that early morning Monday uh, when I have to be at work at 6 a.m. So I have to be up at like 4 at the latest five and it is really a struggle y'all so pray for your girl because this is a daily thing um that happens uh so that i can support myself and my you know family indirectly so that being said so many things to touch on y'all so much tea we need to get into and um you know recently some of my friends have added me to a group chat and i've actually never been a part of like a um like an active group chat unless it was like for a purpose so like oh we're going on a cruise we need to keep everybody informed here's a group chat or oh we're going on a trip here's a group chat or oh my sister's getting married and I'm the maid of honor I have to be in the group chat but never just like somebody like oh let's just start a group chat for fun um and so recently a couple of my homies started one and it's going hilariously well I just I feel so free in the group chat but it's funny because somehow very quickly our group chat has turned into playing uno online and i'm like okay (laughs) like first of all i was frustrated because i didn't know what the hell was going on um and how to play it i don't know why i thought it was so difficult but when they started playing i was at work and so i didn't really have time to figure out what the hell was going on and i just thought it was a bunch of spam but then i was like oh this is really happening and so I would say now 75% of our group chat is Uno and then like 25% of it is T and so you guys are hilarious um thanks so much for adding that piece of joy to my life um so there's that uh moving forward so I have an update for y'all um and when I tell y'all I cannot make this shit up, I I think it would probably be best for me to move <laughs> out of Michigan um, because I the 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 things that keep happening concerning my dating life, y'all, the trash. Um, so last week's episode I mentioned about um, you know me and my homegirl. We met the same guy on Bumble. We, I went on one date. She went on a date. I went further than a date. Um, she did not. And, uh, you know, I decided, well, we mutually decided not to talk to him no more. I'm not sure if she's still talking to him, but I'm not. But also in that episode, I mentioned um, another date or lack thereof that I went on with a musician. He invited me to his show, yada, 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 right? So I'm talking to one of my completely different homegirls. It's a whole other homegirl, okay? Um, and we were catching up on some stuff. And I was, you know, catching her up on my love life. I mentioned the show to her and the guy to her, the musician guy or whatever. And lo and fucking behold, don't y'all know they dated? Not only did they date, but this man lived with her for a while. Like, they were living together. They were living together. Yeah. I can't. I can't make this stuff up. And I was like, what, girl? And so I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, And I noticed that 
he, her and him were friends on social media. So are her and I and, and he and I, but I didn't never see them like talking back and forth or, you know, making any really comments that would suggest anything like that. Um, according to her, it wasn't, they were dating but it was like a weird kind of thing and it was more like a hey you know I was looking out and then things kind of just happened type of thing but still y'all can y'all imagine how I would feel if I actually smashed and I know she smashed and now we got a whole nother set of shit to talk about and I mean I guess it wouldn't be like surprising or shocking if it like at some point in my life apparently soon because this just keeps being a revolving door that I do talk to one of my friends about another dude maybe and they actually talk to them and we both smashed the homie like I don't know y'all and I'm not I'm not really hung up on that it's just more of if my friend has feelings for somebody or has feelings for somebody or dated somebody and it was bad or whatever the case may be, I don't want no parts. I don't want no parts of that. I don't want no parts of him. I don't want no parts of her hurt or, you know, whatever went on. And I don't want to start no new chapters in that way with anybody. So I'm so glad because I really wasn't even going to mention that to her. And I'm so glad I did. But also very glad that there were no sparks chemistry, um, that the night didn't go the way that I anticipated or maybe thought it should have went because now I can really be like whoo thank you lord um and I can be done with him um because yeah no (laughs) I don't need none of those problems in my life and so uh, I just thought that was hilarious and I want y'all to know like I'm so glad that I have people to corroborate my stories and like because if y'all if y'all if I didn't have real people to do this y'all really would think I was lying the way that my love life looks and works and things are going and so um thank you girl for uh kicking it with me (laughs) about uh that situation and um I guess I'm just be dodging bullets all 2019 I just think it's really really funny because that y'all I don't even know I sincerely don't know um so that's the update on that so as far as uh musician guy He's definitely out the picture now. Um, He was already out the picture, but he's like really out the picture now, y'all. So there's that. Um, What is going on in the world and politics and um, whatever else y'all want to call it? So um, couldn't really decide what I wanted to talk decide what I wanted to talk about the most. However, something definitely came across my timeline and I'm sure you all's timeline as well and um that is one scandal um involving let's see if I can say her name correctly Lori Laughlin who played uh Aunt Becky on beloved show the 80s babies and some of y'all 90s babies where some of y'all 90s babies have watched the um remake Fuller House the original show Full House. Um, She played Aunt Becky, who was married to Uncle Jesse. Um, And she and her rich-ass husband are involved in a college scandal in which them, along with 50-plus people, and apparently the number is growing, of these rich-ass, entitled-ass, privileged-ass people Um, So far, they all have been turning out to be Caucasian. I have not seen anything of the adverse. 
who have been really um, paying their children's way into college, basically, um, have been paying officials uh, of the ACT, SAT boards, have been paying officials um, of the colleges and the sports programs and all the things to essentially just let their children in school um, based on here's some money, not on their merit. And so what has been coming out or what has come out was Lori Loughlin and her rich ass husband, uh, Massimo is his last name. And I believe he's a clothing designer because I believe they sold some of his uh, clothing in Target. I think I used to purchase it, although it was pretty, the plus size version was pretty trash. Like the pants were never long enough. It was all bad, y'all. Um, but it was her husband, so they have money. And this is what they've been doing with their money, uh, bribing college officials to the point where, y'all, which I, I just couldn't believe this really, but it's the truth. Um, they went as far as to some of these parents um, as to Photoshop. <laughs> um, their kids doing things to look like they belonged in the school. So, for example, they would be looking at their transcripts like, oh, your kid. And these are, you know, top schools they've been bribing, you know, Yale and all the, the whatnot and uh, USC and all these schools, y'all, they've been bribing. So, of course, like, I'm not saying you can't fudge high school grades. You can do whatever, but maybe that's a little more noticeable because on a high school level, you know, you got other parents that's going to be like, "Uh uh-uh, I know her daughter. Her grades was trash. My daughter is in such and such class with her daughter, and she knows she get Ds, but, you know, on the collegiate level, once you leave all these people you went to school with, (laughs) you know, for the most part, you can kind of do whatever. So they needed a way to... uh, convince or make it look plausible why they were there y'all some of these parents were photoshopping their children's children doing athletic things or being a part of things like literally photoshopping their kids faces on other people's bodies for um like swimmers or uh golf or whatever sport and literally photoshopping their children making it look like they had a successful high school career in sports in order to ramp them up to go to these schools and baby I have really been having a time dealing with this because the amount of people of color who have gone to jail who have been fined who have just recently I saw a story and I don't have all the information so I'm not going to give partial information where a woman got arrested for using her brother's address for her children to go to a better school and the children were getting the grades so she's guilty of you know using the, the her brother's address so that her children can attend this school in this neighborhood or this type of academia that she wanted for her kids and they labeled it or what what is labeled is stealing an education I don't know what's stealing an education if photoshopping your child into sports and paying ACT SAT prep test people to rig your child's score if that is not stealing the education I don't fucking know what is and the fact that people are trying to 
act as if that's not the exact same thing or really worse in my opinion um, because at least the address is valid <laughs> and at least it's a family member and you can say well that's their uncle or you know they stay with him often and so this school is better you know something like that you are literally paying your child's way to get into collegiate schools and I guess here's the part of it that burns me the most I guess the part of it that really 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 bothers me is imagine being black person of color all your life having to hear you have to be twice as smart twice as good twice as strong twice as amazing as your white or other um, people of non-color counterpart to make it somewhere in life and then boom guess what they're not even smarter it's literally based on skin color literally no other merit but you have to be a million times better than your white counterpart solely because you are not white solely because your skin is not pale solely because you have dark skin you are literally being punished and have to work harder in life just because you are not caucasian and then finding out that the caucasian people i mean obviously they have a history of not working hard uh slavery um well working hard at making you work hard but other than that Um, not working hard themselves, raising their own children or tending to their own fields, literally because your skin is darker than theirs. And somehow your melanin is less superior than their uh, sunburned, easily skin. I will never understand it. I'll never understand it. And and to to be told that your your whole life um, that you have to work harder as if they work harder but it's really not a work ethic issue. It's a they go, they're going to get granted the things because they have the money that says they can and the skin color that says they can, the privilege that says they can. And I that burns my soul up. It really does. And I, you know, this is a a conversation for another episode. And I was talking to my homegirl about. Um, I saw a post about millennials and why they not having kids and so many reasons I could get into, but I definitely want it to be a full episode. Um, but that's one of the reasons why I am not in a rush to have nobody's kid because this world is so ugly. It's so unfair. I don't even like it here that much. So for me to bring a little person, uh, who would have to be subjected to all the nasty, hateful, some of the things that we have to endure every single freaking day as a person of color literally for just minding your business and being black no thanks I no thanks I'm not really 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 in a rush to do that um and and not sure if I ever will be so I'm hoping future Bay understands that or you know maybe they already have a family or maybe their kids are grown and they don't want to relive that so that would be great but if not that's something that we're really going to have to discuss because this world and their ethics in it and I'm not you know blind or well I'm not oblivious to the fact that this has been going on for years like this is nothing new people of privilege people of non-color have been paying their way or doing bribes for their children to have better experiences based on money and not merit based on status and not studiousism um 
that's been going on for a long time. It's just really being brought to the light because this is a celebrity situation. And then I continue to like look into the story and it's hilarious because the daughter um, of Laura uh, Laughlin or Lori Laughlin or however you pronounce her name um, and her husband Massimo, uh, Olivia Jade is her name or Jade Olivia. And she is like a YouTube influencer. So she does like, I guess, beauty videos like most of these girls out here on YouTube. She does like makeup tutorials or she does like reviews. And she had lots and lots and lots of endorsements. And um, she is losing them one by one. People are dropping her. Because here's the thing. I heard somebody uh, say this. I think I was listening to a radio interview or something. And the thing about it is a lot of people are like, well, the people of privilege, because the rest of us, we woke and we know. A lot of the people of privilege are like, oh, uh, poor kids, you know, that must be super embarrassing for them because, I, you know, the daughters dropped out of school or they supposedly like took a leave because they don't want to be bullied and yada, yada, yada. Um, okay. <laughs> um, here's the thing about that. These children were not oblivious to their parents, what they had done. I'm sure their parents coached them many times on um, what to say if somebody asked them why they're there or, you know, how did they get there? You know, any any questions that would look suspicious. I'm sure they got coached. You know why I'm sure or how I'm sure? Um, because you get emails you get text, you get uh, literature. So there's no way your parents are photoshopping you in sports and then all of a sudden you go to college and you in lacrosse and you never played lacrosse in your whole damn life. You're in rugby and never played rugby your whole damn life. And you're getting notifications and emails. So I know at some point you're getting something and you're going to your parents like, what is this? Or, you know, I, I got this email. Like, why am I in lacrosse? Never played lacrosse. Don't even know what that is. You know, and their parents are like, oh, you know, this is your way in. Or, you know, we had to kind of da 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 Y'all know what it is. Like, come on, fam. Like, let's not, mm, let's not act brand new. And so at work yesterday, uh, not yesterday, I'm sorry, Friday, I overheard some of the privilege um talking about the situation and um they were saying oh you know John Stamos who played Jesse on Full House um oh that's his friend they've been friends for a long time talking about Lori Laughlin Laughlin um he's not gonna let her go to jail he's gonna advocate for her he he ought damn not he ought damn mind his business and not advocate for her because that what you're saying is what she did is okay and you could be first you know damaging your career and I understand if that's your friend you know I'll get you don't want to see them go down but wrong is wrong and right is right but y'all should have just heard the the tears of the Caucasian like the tears of the privilege at my job like people were sounding so concerned for her and I'm like eavesdropping by default because I I work in an open area so I don't have an office so it's like a cubicle situation where you're forced to listen to other people's conversations that's the only thing one of the only things I miss about my old job um is having a door to close um and not being forced to listen to other people's conversations but yeah um they were really like oh yeah she I hope she you know fights this or you know I hope she you know gets through this because she stands to lose everything 
okay, I don't see the problem. You should stand, you're going to stand to lose everything when you're doing undermined, underhanded shit. Like at the end of the day, y'all putting sympathy cards out there for her. Like she did not, her and her husband were very aware of what they were doing along with whoever else the hell was in on it and all the other you know, people who were in on it. This is not something somebody pinned on them. This is not something that was made up. They actively did this and an investigation is going on. In fact, um, when the news broke, the daughter uh, or one of the daughters of uh, Lori and Massimo was on a yacht with some of the officials of the college in the Bahamas on spring break. What school do you know in general just picks a student and says oh hey come on the yacht with us we're you know it's spring break we're gonna have a great time we're celebrating you don't canoodle with your students in that way something clearly is up the parents are clearly guilty and the the, so for for those of y'all who feel sorry for her um keep that same energy with all the people of color who have been uh, fined and, and locked up and, and ridiculed and, and persecuted for using addresses um, that weren't theirs and getting like hard time and not slaps on the wrist. Like obviously it's a little too early in the development. We don't know what's going to happen. They're still investigating um, what's going on and how many people were involved and who was involved. But it's about to be a lot of administration that goes down, a lot of teachers that go down, a lot of faculty that goes down, and a lot of these parents, these rich people. And I, I am glad that this has come to light. I don't know what the outcome is going to be of this, but I'm very grateful that it is out because people need to know like (laughs) even though this might not change much or anything or if at all because this again has been going on since the dawn of fucking time um your privilege can only take you so far like you think you winning but you're not it's going to catch up with you anytime you're doing underhanded you know what's done in the dark will always come to the light and that includes if you have money too if you paying your way through life eventually somebody is gonna you're gonna piss off somebody um you're gonna do something somebody gonna be mad at you or you're gonna cut off somebody's gravy train or what the fuck ever when you do stuff like that it's that's like a never-ending because you already wrong for doing it. You shouldn't even want to do that because you can have an agreement with somebody. And guess what? You can't really sign nothing because you don't want no paper trail. So you can't really be like, okay, now if I give you this 50000 to get my daughter in here, you got to promise you're not going to ask for no more money. Because like what, what agreement you going to draw up other than a verbal one? Because if you put that on paper, you definitely did at that point. Like you def, that's definitely career suicide because they always got that receipt to pull on your ass. So you could do that and they could come come back I don't know months later like mm, that 50,000 I kind of ran through that if I could have an additional 50,000 I mean unless you want me to tell the feds you feel me so that's never going to work out good for you like um show I'm watching I don't know if you guys are watching it I don't know if I mentioned it yet um good girls I caught up on it on Netflix and it's about the three it's like three housewives they all have different situations going on but they all need money like they all have situations um going on uh well two housewives and one like divorcee or one like girl who she has a kid she still kind of deals with the father but they're not married but long story short there was 
one lady on that one of the episodes or a few of the episodes in which they had started this scheme um it was definitely a shady scheme but nobody questioned it nobody asked about it um until somebody got caught up and wasn't actually doing it so they had to pinpoint like who it was and once they did and they tried to let her go baby she let they ass have it she was like you know what you said you need to speak to corporate actually i'll talk to corporate who is corporate what's their number why are you why are you at my house at nine o'clock at night trying to fire me like and then exploited them for more money and kept exploit for large amounts of money okay I'm talking about large amounts. And then it took for them to come up with something on her or for her or like look out for her, for her to stop doing that to them. So my point is that situation is never going to work out. It's never going to turn out good. So you might as well just cut the shits. Let your kids earn their way, you know, or in, in general, just trying to pay your way through life or the payola situation. It's pretty trash. Um, because it, not only does it make you look bad, it's bring your family down, bringing your, you know, legacy down. Now your kids got to deal with it. The scandal is going to be forever, ever in a day. If your kids have kids, they're going to have to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, so now what do they do? Do they finish school? Are they going to be allowed to finish school? Do they have to, you know, be, go to another school? Like, it's, you really, because now none of the, whatever they've done up until this point is credible. So even if they did finish, it's going to be like, mm, are these grades real? Mm. And unfortunately, the bold part is they'll still get work. They'll still get And that's why I don't feel bad. They'll still get work based off of, you know, who they are based off their skin color. Nobody, the people are going to be more apt to give them breaks. Like, yeah, you know, that's kind of about what your mom did. Sorry, you know, that you had to kind of be a part of that. But, you know, we'll, we'll give you a, we'll take a chance on you. Um, you know, basically like we'll look out for you really all of because of who they are. So that's why I really don't feel bad, but I definitely wouldn't want to be the parent that kind of put my kid through that type of embarrassment. If they're embarrassed at all, cause who fucking knows? And again, they may not be cause it's almost like, cause they probably got so many cars to pull. Like, you know what? Don't worry about it. You know, this is one snafu, but I know such and such, they are the owner of such and such. And you know, you'll be fine and all these things. So it might be a temporary setback, but they'll they'll bounce back in some doggone way. Same way with like Martha Stewart child when she went down and all the things she was doing, whatever. Now she back in her and Snoop got a show. She's fine. Her brand is fine. She took a temporary setback. Uh, Paula Dean, she's being racist as fuck. She took a temporary setback, and as far as I know, she's still out here working. And that those are just a few examples. So. You know, <laughs> it's beyond me. Um, and I just thought that whole thing was crazy, but it is what it is. People going to do what they do when they feel like they can. They can get away with it and have been getting away with it. So it's kind of whack, but it's kind of a part of our society. And I'm just hoping maybe this brings and sheds light um, to the situation. And maybe people maybe think twice. Maybe they won't. Um, that being said, y'all, that is really all I have for the day for this episode. I love y'all, all my listeners. Again, thank you so much for rocking with me. If you have any um, ideas, topics, things you want to talk about, questions, um, concerns, if you want advice, tiffanytuneup at gmail.com, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y, T-U-N-E-U-P at gmail.com. Um, I'll talk to you guys next week.
Hey, hey guys, welcome back to Tiffany Tune Up. I need to work on a um, theme song for the show, like I need a an intro, I'll work on it. <laughs> I need I need time uh, to think about it, and um, actually I don't. Um, well, you know what, We're so I got the name Tiffany Tune Up from um, my dad. Um, when I was little, he used to basically accuse me of being super dramatic and those of you who agree I don't want to hear about it but when I was younger um super dramatic super emotional and when I didn't get my way he would say that I would tune up or you know if I felt like I wasn't being you know attended to properly and you know what I'm fine with that and he had a whole song that went along with it and I'll never forget it and so that um, is what made me pick the name for the show in the first place. Um, cause I just thought it was awesome and thought it was in theme with, um, you know, the show as in tune up, listen up. I have things to say apparently. And I've been saying them since a wee, uh, gal. So shout out to my dad, um, for the show name. Anywho, uh, again, welcome back. It is, uh, the weekend I am using this opportunity to record you know as I am um, am probably be going hard, going to be going hard in the paint at work um, the next few weeks I I don't know um, how I think I'm about to finance all these trips that I'm going on in my head um, one of them being the uh, ASCAP convention that's a convention uh, or expo for songwriters producers musicians um, if, if you're in the music community, you're either registered under ASCAP or BMI. Um, those are the two major um, companies that make sure you get your royalties, where you publish your things. Um, if you're a writer, a producer, whatever your tracks, those are the companies that protect your workings. And so, um, currently a member of BMI, I remember registering when I was in a girl group. I've been in several hundred girl groups, but um, the last one I was in, um, we registered as a group. We also registered as individuals. Um, And so I've been hearing mixed reviews about BMI versus ASCAP. Um, And so if you have any um, information for me or any uh, thoughts for me concerning that you are uh, active, uh, writer, musician, producer, whatever, and you are a member of either of those organizations, please hit me up, um, tiffanytuneup at gmail.com, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-T-U-N-E-U-P at gmail.com, and let me know your reasonings for being with one versus the other. I could really use your help with that. Um, that being said, Mercury Retrograde is in full effect still. It'll be going on until March 28th. And so I hope you all are laying low and drinking your water and minding your business and doing all the things to um, be safe and keep your spirits grounded um, during this time of uh, sorrow. <laughs> and then there's a shadow period after that. So... I would advise that you try not to make too many major decisions during this time. Major purchases, anything of that nature, you know, just want to be careful and be aware, um, you know, of your dealings during this time. Um, That being said, let's see. Weekend recap. 
for you guys. I am um, definitely getting this uh, podcast recording in a little bit earlier than I normally do uh, because, yeah, I'm going to try to really, really uh, get into it. Uh, with these with my work schedule so I won't be able to record during the week like I normally do um shout out to my friends who are also and always fussing at me uh, about recording on the weekend anyway because that's when I'm most available uh to do so that being said this weekend Friday I got coerced bamboozled whatever you want to call it into working a double shift so Friday was a wash for me came home and there was no productivity to be had um that was a shower go to bed situation I don't even think I ate dinner because I think I ate at work and that was just fine with me um and then yesterday um I got a chance to celebrate my aunt this is my dad's sister Um, she turned 60 and when I tell y'all she don't look nobody 60 and I know people love to say black don't crack but sincerely it does not it may age it may wrinkle slightly but crack it does not and um, while she looked amazing uh, just beautiful the the uh, party was beautiful her uh, two daughters and her son-in-law uh, very instrumental in uh, pulling everything together. So, uh, shout out to my cousins who celebrated their mother in that way. Um, to see everyone kind of gather and give her her flowers it was very beautiful. It was lovely to be there and to be with my cousins and um, really just celebrate her. Um, and then to the second uh, portion of my evening, also went to a second 60th birthday party of. Uh, a friend of the family whom we all knew as well. So we celebrated my aunt and then some of us went on to the other party and we kind of obviously got there a little late because we're celebrating our aunt. Um, And it's funny because she wasn't missing a beat either, Miss Jocelyn. So shout out to um, her daughters and her son-in-laws and everybody who had a hand in her party as well. I think it's funny because both of the parties were silver and and navy blue. So I don't know if that's like the customary 60-year-old birthday party colors or if that was just a coincidence. But let me tell y'all something. So my auntie's affair was at a a banquet hall and um you know catered and all the things and um just very very elegant very um the dessert table like everything you would expect at that type of function right um I wouldn't say it was sedity at all I would just say it was very um well put together and it was very classy we had our little turn up moments you know um uh, my uh, cousin-in-law definitely made sure he slipped some of the um (laughs) some of the uh, new school songs in there um and editing them as best he could because my auntie don't play them games with the curse words and all that and um so there's that and then but the second function we went to same type of setup so same um, you know, tables and decor and, you know, Jocelyn, uh, Mama Jocelyn was dressed, you know, very beautifully. Don't look at 60 in the least, baby. When I tell y'all, I miss a lot of it, but I heard she had a live band. Um, food was 
catered but in a different way I think it was catered by like friends and family so same setup but a little more um hood and I think I can say that because we she definitely from the hood we definitely from the hood a little more hood and baby still the same good time it just hilarious like auntie's party was open bar this party also open bar except for it was like okay my daughter doing the drinks definitely they gonna taste like uh antifreeze but it's cool. It's going to hit your chest. You're really going to be questioning your life. Um, but go ahead and have a drink. <laughs> it was crazy. And Miss Jocelyn, I missed her walking out when they introduced her. But baby, when I tell y'all I saw a video of it today or her daughter was recording. And when I tell y'all she walked out, she like she walked out to, she like her ass tooted up and her face down. Listen, let me tell y'all something right now, friends and family. She did not miss a beat and was dropping it. When I turn 60, for those of you who love me and are still a part of my life, because y'all be dropping like flies, and um, uh, y'all ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> Universe do what it want and tell me where to move, stick and move. But the people who will still be around, listen, I need y'all to combine the two. Like, combine the two. I need class and wretch. I need a cratchit. 60th birthday shindig so i need all the elegance and all the turn up together if y'all can make that happen for me i greatly appreciate it if you don't i'm gonna make it happen for myself and you are invited um so i just really it was really really nice to see them um really just enjoying themselves and their children celebrating them in that way I just thought it was really, really nice. And, um, you know, anytime you can be in this world uh, as a, a person of color and, and go through some of the things that both of those women have gone through, um, childbirth and just just life in general, and you can make it to 60 as a person of color, you have things to celebrate. So I really enjoyed um, being able to do that with them. And today, uh, today is Sunday. You know what, y'all? Sunday would be a struggle for me like most Sundays if I don't have something planned and especially if it doesn't involve brunch if I don't already have plans anything that involves me like leaving the house getting out the bed all of that on the Sunday especially because I work the way I work it's really tough to get me out I really have to like you and even if I do like I said I'm the queen I saw something on Facebook uh yesterday or the other day and it was like um, I would much rather send you $20 or cash up you $20 than like come to your event, like spend gas money to get there, then still got to buy a gift. Then, you know, if there are drinks involved, got to buy drinks, got to buy food, got to listen here. Okay. My little 20, 30, 40, whatever it is, I decide to send you through cash app would be much more better used than me coming somewhere that I don't want to come or where I want to be. And I just was like, oh, that meme spoke to my spirit because I will not come to your function real quick and text you like, what's your cash app? <laughs> because I just, whoo, I'll be, listen, y'all, I know. I know. And that's why I try not to RSVP for things if I know I'm not coming. But if I do, RSVP for something and I don't show up, just know that my cash app will not be cheap. It will not be frugal. It will be nice. But I'm not coming. And I still love you. And don't be mad at me, okay? I just, yeah, I struggle. I do. So 
Like, for example, them ladies was getting it yesterday, and 60 where? 60 who? So, I'm paying for it today. My legs, my joints. I probably should have icy hot it on down. I did not. So, I'm definitely shuffling through my house today, trying to get it together. But, good news is, I'm feeling all right. You know, emotionally, I'm all right. Um, Got up you know, surprise myself. I got up and took a shower like I was going somewhere. That never happens unless I'm actually going somewhere on a Sunday or even on a Saturday. Like, if I don't have no plans, baby, you can catch me in pajamas for the most of the day. Um, So, because I don't have a reason. I'm grown. I pay the bills. Nobody else is here. I'm not offending anyone. I don't have any pets. Uh, no children or a spouse to offend so it's all me and I'm fine with that and um, everyone else should be as well so but I got up showered uh, cooked myself breakfast y'all I have been obsessing for I don't know the past week about this cinnamon raisin toast I don't know what it is about cinnamon raisin toast that is so delicious but I love it and I call myself wanting to make cinnamon raisin french toast which I did last weekend but the get you gotcha was the milk was expired guess who wasn't going to the store me and it's sad because I literally live in walking distance of a grocery store really like two I could walk if the weather is good to one of them and the other one is literally next door and I still was not leaving my house because no so that french toast turned into regular ass toast real quick and so did that um had my coffee had some orange juice all the things um and it's been a decent Sunday just very quiet um really just catching up on things staying uh active uh with we're trying to stay on target with my goals uh, concerning the writing and what I, you know, kind of shared with you guys last week and me trying to be very um, diligent about getting to the next level in those things in which I really, really want to do with my life and not being stuck in working, you know, uh, well, I don't work a traditional nine to five, but you guys know what I'm saying. Really attaching myself to my dreams and attaching myself to my goals and being very serious and diligent about it. And y'all would be really proud because since, you know, the meeting with the young lady, um, I had, uh, Antea, <laughs> um, I have really been actively working on it, y'all. Like I've been reaching out to friends. Uh, musicians, producers, calling, ASCAP and BMI, seeing which one I would, because I really took, y'all, honestly, I signed up, huh, I think I signed up for BMI in 2004, and so I, I hadn't actively put any works with them, I just did it as a protective measure, um, as a writer, because we were writing in the girl group I was in, but we never really made it far enough to like produce an album or get an album out but just as writers we wanted to protect our things but it never really got to that point so I really forgot who I was registered with and so I was calling around and come to find out I'm registered under BMI so I've been making moves and writing and doing things so I'm very grateful that um inspiration is coming um the beats are coming songs are coming um yesterday you know i made part of my sunday dinner so that's great i'm working on the other half as we speak so if y'all hear me shuffling around i'm just trying not to burn the veggies okay so don't judge me um because i'm multitasking and i hope i'm doing a decent job of it and um and then the rest of my night is gonna be 
really just getting ready for the work week, just trying to prepare my mind and my heart whew, for that early morning Monday uh, when I have to be at work at 6 a.m. So I have to be up at like 4 at the latest 5, and it is really a struggle, y'all. So pray for your girl because this is a daily thing um, that happens uh, so that I can support myself and my, you know, family indirectly. So that being said, so many things to touch on, y'all. So much tea we need to get into and um you know recently some of my friends have added me to a group chat and I've actually never been a part of like a um like an active group chat unless it was like for a purpose so like oh we're going on a cruise we need to keep everybody informed here's a group chat or oh we're going on a trip here's a group chat or oh my sister's getting married and I'm the maid of honor I have to be in the group chat but never just like somebody like oh let's just start a group chat for fun um and so recently a couple of my homies started one and it's going hilariously well I just I feel so free in the group chat but it's funny because somehow very quickly our group chat has turned into playing uno online and I'm like okay (laughs) like first of all I was frustrated because I didn't know what the hell was going on um and how to play it. I don't know why I thought it was so difficult, but when they started playing, I was at work. And so I didn't really have time to figure out what the hell was going on. And I just thought it was a bunch of spam. But then I was like, oh, this is really happening. And so I would say now 75% of our group chat is Uno. And then like 25% of it is T. And so you guys are hilarious. Um, Thanks so much for adding that piece of joy to my life. Um... So there's that. Uh, moving forward, so I have an update for y'all. Um, and when I tell y'all I cannot make this shit up, I I think it would probably be best for me to move <laughs> out of Michigan um, because I the 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 things that keep happening concerning my dating life, y'all, the trash. Um, so. Last week's episode, I mentioned about, um, you know, me and my homegirl, we met the same guy on Bumble. We, I went on one date. She went on a date. I went further than a date. Um, she did not. And, uh, you know, I decided, well, we mutually decided not to talk to him no more. I'm not sure if she's still talking to him, but I'm not. But also in that episode, I mentioned um, another date or lack thereof that I went on with a musician. He invited me to his show, yada, 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 right? So I'm talking to one of my completely different homegirls. It's a whole other homegirl, okay? Um, and we were catching up on some stuff. And I was, you know, catching her up on my love life. I mentioned the show to her and the guy to her, the musician guy or whatever. And lo and fucking behold, don't y'all know they dated? Not only did they date, but this man lived with her for a while. Like, they were living together. They were living together. Yeah. I can't. I can't make this stuff up. And I was like, what, girl? And so I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, And I noticed that he, her and him were friends on social media. So are her and I and, and he and I, but I didn't never see them like talking back and forth or, you know, making any really comments that would suggest anything like that. Um, 
according to her, it wasn't. Huh, they were dating, but it was like a weird kind of thing, and it was more like a hey, you know, I was looking out, and then things kind of just happened type of thing. But still, y'all, can y'all imagine how I would feel? If I actually smashed and I know she smashed and now we got a whole nother set of shit to talk about. And I mean, I guess it wouldn't be like surprising or shocking if it like at some point in my life, apparently soon, because this just keeps being a revolving door that I do talk to one of my friends about another dude maybe and they actually talk to them and we both smashed the homie like I don't know y'all and I'm not I'm not really hung up on that it's just more of if my friend had feelings for somebody or has feelings for somebody or dated somebody and it was bad or whatever the case may be I don't want no parts I don't want no parts of that I don't want no parts of him I don't want no parts of her hurt or you know whatever went on and I don't want to start no new chapters in that way with anybody so I'm so glad because I really wasn't even gonna mention that to her and I'm so glad I did but also very glad that there were no sparks chemistry um that the night didn't go the way that I anticipated or maybe thought it should have went because now I can really be like "Woo, thank you lord um and I can be done with him um because yeah no (laughs) I don't need none of those problems in my life and so uh, I just thought that was hilarious and I want y'all to know like I'm so glad that I have people to cooperate my stories and like because if y'all if y'all if I didn't have real people to do this y'all really would think I was lying the way that my love life looks and works and things are going and so um thank you girl for uh kicking it with me <laughs> about uh that situation and um I guess I'm just be dodging bullets all 2019 I just think it's really really funny because that whew, y'all I, I don't even know I sincerely don't know um so that's the update on that so as far as a uh, musician guy he's definitely out the picture now um he was already out the picture but he's like really out the picture now y'all so there's that um what is going on in the world and politics and um whatever else y'all want to call it so um couldn't really decided what I wanted to talk decide what I wanted to talk about the most however something definitely came across my timeline and I'm sure you all's timeline as well and um that is one scandal um involving let's see if I can say her name correctly Lori Laughlin, who played uh, Aunt Becky on beloved show, the 80s babies and some of y'all 90s babies, where some of y'all 90s babies have watched the um, remake Fuller House, the original show Full House. Um, She played Aunt Becky, who was married to Uncle Jesse. Um, And she and her rich ass husband are involved in a college scandal in which them along with 50 plus people and apparently the number is growing of these rich ass entitled ass um privileged ass people um so far they all have been turning out to be caucasian i have not seen anything of the adverse who have been really um Paying their children's way into college, basically, um, have been paying officials uh, of the ACT, SAT boards, have been paying officials 
um, of the colleges and the sports programs and all the things to essentially just let their children in school um, based on here's some money, not on their merit. And so what has been coming out or what has come out was Lori Loughlin and her rich ass husband, uh, Massimo is his last name. And I believe he's a clothing designer because I believe they sold some of his uh, clothing in Target. I think I used to purchase it, although it was pretty, the plus size version was pretty trash. Like the pants were never long enough. It was all bad, y'all. Um, but it was her husband, so they have money. And this is what they've been doing with their money, uh, bribing college officials to the point where, y'all, which I, I just couldn't believe this really, but it's the truth. Um, they went as far as to some of these parents um, as to Photoshop. <laughs> um, their kids doing things to look like they belonged in the school. So, for example, they would be looking at their transcripts like, oh, your kid. And these are, you know, top schools they've been bribing, you know, Yale and all the, the whatnot and uh, USC and all these schools, y'all, they've been bribing. So, of course, like, I'm not saying you can't fudge high school grades. You can do whatever, but maybe that's a little more noticeable because on a high school level, you know, you got other parents that's going to be like, "Uh uh-uh, I know her daughter. Her grades was trash. My daughter is in such and such class with her daughter, and she knows she get Ds, but, you know, on the collegiate level, once you leave all these people you went to school with, (laughs) you know, for the most part, you can kind of do whatever. So they needed a way to... uh, convince or make it look plausible why they were there y'all some of these parents were photoshopping their children's children doing athletic things or being a part of things like literally photoshopping their kids faces on other people's bodies for um like swimmers or uh golf or whatever sport and literally photoshopping their children making it look like they had a successful high school career in sports in order to ramp them up to go to these schools and baby I have really been having a time dealing with this because the amount of people of color who have gone to jail who have been fined who have just recently I saw a story and I don't have all the information so I'm not going to give partial information where a woman got arrested for using her brother's address for her children to go to a better school and the children were getting the grades so she's guilty of you know using the, the her brother's address so that her children can attend this school in this neighborhood or this type of academia that she wanted for her kids and they labeled it or what what is labeled is stealing an education I don't know what's stealing an education if photoshopping your child into sports and paying ACT SAT prep test people to rig your child's score if that is not stealing the education I don't fucking know what is and the fact that people are trying to act as if that's not the exact same thing or really worse in my opinion um, because at least the address is valid <laughs> and at least it's a family member and you can say well that's their uncle or you know they stay with him often and so this school is better you know something like that you are literally paying your child's way to get into 
collegiate schools. And I guess here's the part of it that burns me the most, I guess. The part of it that really, 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 really bothers me is imagine being black, person of color, all your life having to hear you have to be twice as smart, twice as good, twice as strong, twice as amazing as your white or other um, people of non-color counterpart to make it somewhere in life and then boom guess what they're not even smarter it's literally based on skin color literally no other merit but you have to be a million times better than your white counterpart solely because you are not white solely because your skin is not pale solely because you have dark skin you are literally being punished and have to work harder in life just because you are not caucasian and then finding out that the caucasian people i mean obviously they have a history of not working hard uh slavery um well working hard at making you work hard but other than that um not working hard themselves raising their own children or tending to their own fields literally because your skin is darker than theirs and somehow your melanin is less superior than their uh, sunburned, easily skin. I will never understand it. I'll never understand it. And and to to be told that your your whole life um, that you have to work harder as if they work harder, but it's really not a work ethic issue. It's a they go, they're going to get granted the things because they have the money that says they can and the skin color that says they can the privilege that says they can and I that burns my soul up it really does and I you know this is a a conversation for another episode and I was talking to my homegirl about um I saw a post about millennials and why they not having kids and so many reasons I could get into but I definitely want it to be a full episode um but that's one of the reasons why I am not in a rush to have nobody's kid because this world is so ugly it's so unfair I don't even like it here that much so for me to bring a little person uh who would have to be subjected to all the nasty, hateful, some of the things that we have to endure every single freaking day as a person of color, literally for just minding your business and being black? No thanks. I No thanks. I'm not really, really, really in a rush to do that. Um, and, and not sure if I ever will be. So I'm hoping Future Bay understands that or, you know, maybe they already have a family or maybe their kids are grown and they don't want to relive that. So that would be great. But if not, that's something that we're really going to have to discuss because this world and their ethics in it. And I'm not, you know, blind or, well, I'm not oblivious to the fact that this has been going on for years. Like, this is nothing new. People of privilege, people of non-color have been paying their way or doing bribes for their children to have better experiences based on money and not merit, based on status and not studiousm. Um, that's been going on for a long time. It's just really being brought to the light because this is a celebrity situation. And then I'll continue to like look into the story and it's hilarious because the daughter... Um, of Laura uh, Laughlin or Lori Laughlin or however you pronounce her name um, and her husband Massimo 
uh, Olivia Jade is her name, or Jade Olivia, and she is, like, a YouTube influencer, so she does, like, I guess beauty videos, like most of these girls out here on YouTube, or she does, like, makeup tutorials, or she does, like, reviews, and she had lots and lots and lots of endorsements, and um, she is losing them one by one. People are dropping her, because here's the thing, I heard somebody uh, say this, I think I was listening to a radio interview or something, and the thing about it is a lot of people are like, well, the people of privilege, because the rest of us, we woke and we know. A lot of the people of privilege are like, oh, uh, poor kids, you know, that must be super embarrassing for them because, I, you know, the daughters dropped out of school or they supposedly like took a leave because they don't want to be bullied and yada, yada, yada. Um, okay. <laughs> um, here's the thing about that. These children were not oblivious to their parents, what they had done. I'm sure their parents coached them many times on um, what to say if somebody asked them why they're there or, you know, how did they get there? You know, any any questions that would look suspicious. I'm sure they got coached. You know why I'm sure or how I'm sure? Um, because you get emails, you get text, you get uh, literature. So there's no way your parents are photoshopping you in sports and then all of a sudden you go to college and you in lacrosse and you never played lacrosse in your whole damn life. You're in rugby and never played rugby your whole damn life. And you're getting notifications and emails. So I know at some point you're getting something and you're going to your parents like, what is this? Or, you know, I, I got this email. Like, why am I in lacrosse? Never play lacrosse. Don't even know what that is. You know, and their parents are like, oh, you know, this is your way in. Or, you know, we had to kind of da 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 Y'all know what it is. Like, come on, fam. Like, let's not... Mm, let's not act brand new. And so at work yesterday, uh, not yesterday, I'm sorry, Friday, I overheard some of the privilege um talking about the situation and um they were saying oh you know John Stamos who played Jesse on Full House um oh that's his friend they've been friends for a long time talking about Lori Laughlin Laughlin um he's not gonna let her go to jail he's gonna advocate for her he he ought damn not he ought damn mind his business and not advocate for her because that what you're saying is what she did is okay and you could be first you know damaging your career and I understand if that's your friend you know I'll get you don't want to see them go down but wrong is wrong and right is right but y'all should have just heard the the tears of the Caucasian like the tears of the privilege at my job like people were sounding so concerned for her and I'm like eavesdropping by default because I, I work in an open area so I don't have an office so it's like a cubicle situation where you're forced to listen to other people's conversations that's the only thing one of the only things I miss about my old job um is having a door to close um and not being forced to listen to other people's conversations but yeah um they were really like, oh, yeah, she. I hope she, you know, fights this. Or, you know, I hope she, you know, gets through this because she stands to lose everything. Okay. I don't see the problem. You should stand. You're going to stand to lose everything when you're doing undermined underhanded shit. Like, at the end of the day, y'all putting sympathy cards out there for her like she did not. Her and her husband were very aware of what they were doing, along with whoever else the hell was in on it and all the other 
you know, people who were in on it. This is not something somebody pinned on them. This is not something that was made up. They actively did this and an investigation is going on. In fact, um, when the news broke, the daughter uh, or one of the daughters of uh, Lori and Massimo was on a yacht with some of the officials of the college in the Bahamas on spring break. What school do you know in general just picks a student and says, oh, hey, come on the yacht with us. We're, you know, it's spring break. We're going to have a great time. We're celebrating. You don't canoodle with your students in that way. Something clearly is up. The parents are clearly guilty. And the, the, so for, for those of y'all who feel sorry for her, um, keep that same energy with all the people of color who have been uh, fined and, and locked up and, and ridiculed and, and persecuted for using addresses um, that weren't theirs and getting like hard time. And not slaps on the wrist. Like, obviously, it's a little too early in the development. We don't know what's going to happen. They're still investigating um, what's going on and how many people were involved and who was involved. But it's about to be a lot of administration that goes down, a lot of teachers that go down, a lot of faculty that goes down, and a lot of these parents, these rich people. And I, I am glad that this has come to light. I don't know what the outcome is going to be of this, but I'm very grateful that it is out because people need to know like (laughs) even though this might not change much or anything or if at all because this again has been going on since the dawn of fucking time um your privilege can only take you so far like you think you winning but you're not it's going to catch up with you anytime you're doing underhanded you know what's done in the dark will always come to the light and that includes if you have money too if you paying your way through life eventually somebody is gonna you're gonna piss off somebody um you're gonna do something somebody gonna be mad at you or you're gonna cut off somebody's gravy train or what the fuck ever when you do stuff like that it's that's like a never-ending because you already wrong for doing it. You shouldn't even want to do that because you could have an agreement with somebody. And guess what? You can't really sign nothing because you don't want no paper trail. So you can't really be like, okay, now if I give you this 50000 to get my daughter in here, you got to promise you're not going to ask for no more money. Because like what, what agreement you going to draw up other than a verbal one? Because if you put that on paper, you definitely did at that point. Like you def, that's definitely career suicide because they always got that receipt to pull on your ass. So you could do that and they could come back I don't know months later like mm, that 50,000 I kind of ran through that if I could have an additional 50,000 I mean unless you want me to tell the feds you feel me so that's never going to work out good for you like um show I'm watching I don't know if you guys are watching it I don't know if I mentioned it yet um good girls I caught up on it on Netflix and it's about the three it's like three housewives they all have different situations going on but they all need money like they all have situations um going on uh well two housewives and one like divorcee or one like girl who she has a kid she still kind of deals with the father but they're not married but long story short there was one lady on that one of the episodes or a few of the episodes in which they had started this scheme um it was definitely a shady scheme but nobody questioned it nobody asked about it um until somebody got caught up and wasn't actually doing it so they had to pinpoint like who it was and once they did and they tried to let her go baby she let they ass have it she was like you know what 
You said you need to speak to corporate. Actually, I'll talk to corporate. Who is corporate? What's their number? Why are you why are you at my house at nine o'clock at night trying to fire me? Like and then exploited them for more money and kept exploit for large amounts of money. Okay. I'm talking about large amounts and then it took for them to come up with something on her or for her or like look out for her for her to stop doing that to them. So my point is that situation is never going to work out. It's never going to turn out good. So you might as well just cut the shits. Let your kids earn their way, you know, or in, in general, just trying to pay your way through life or the payola situation. It's pretty trash. Um, because it, not only does it make you look bad, it's bringing your family down, bringing your, you know, legacy down. Now your kids got to deal with it. The scandal is going to be forever, ever in a day. If your kids have kids, they're going to have to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, so now what do they do? Do they finish school? Are they going to be allowed to finish school? Do they have to, you know, be, go to another school? Like, it's, you really, because now none of the, whatever they've done up until this point is credible. So even if they did finish, it's going to be like, mm, are these grades real? Mm. And unfortunately, the bold part is they'll still get work. They'll still get And that's why I don't feel bad. They'll still get work based off of, you know, who they are based off their skin color. Nobody, the people are going to be more apt to give them breaks. Like, yeah, you know, that's kind of about what your mom did. Sorry, you know, that you had to kind of be a part of that. But, you know, we'll, we'll give you a we'll take a chance on you. Um, you know, basically like we'll look out for you really all of because of who they are. So that's why I really don't feel bad, but I definitely wouldn't want to be the parent that kind of put my kid through that type of embarrassment. If they're embarrassed at all, cause who fucking knows? And again, they may not be cause it's almost like, cause they probably got so many cars to pull. Like, you know what? Don't worry about it. You know, this is one snafu, but I know such and such, they are the owner of such and such and you know, you'll be fine and all these things. So it might be a temporary setback, but they'll they'll bounce back in some doggone way. Same way with like Martha Stewart child when she went down and all the things she was doing, whatever. Now she back in her and Snoop got a show. She's fine. Her brand is fine. She took a temporary setback. Uh, Paula Dean, she's being racist as fuck. She took a temporary setback, and as far as I know, she's still out here working. And that those are just a few examples. So. You know, <laughs> it's beyond me. Um, and I just thought that whole thing was crazy, but it is what it is. People going to do what they do when they feel like they can. They can get away with it and have been getting away with it. So it's kind of whack, but it's kind of a part of our society. And I'm just hoping maybe this brings and sheds light um, to the situation. And maybe people will maybe think twice. Maybe they won't. Um, that being said, y'all, that is really all I have for the day for this episode. I love y'all, all my listeners. Again, thank you so much for rocking with me. If you have any um, ideas, topics, things you want to talk about, questions, um, concerns, if you want advice, Tiffany Tuneup at gmail.com, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y. T-U-N-E-U-P at gmail.com. Um, I'll talk to you guys next week.